Welcome everyone to Awaken the Possibilities. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman. And as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, we work with entrepreneurial leaders and help them leap off the hamster wheel of life and leap into calm, ease, and flow. The results are unstoppable intuitive leaders who are resilient and practical business mystics. And my guests all amplify that message. They come to you with wonderful insights on how it is that they help business people be the best that they can be in business and in life, which is equally important. And I think a lot of us are beginning to, to understand that our personal lives are equally as important as our business lives. So to make sure that you hear every single episode, go to awakenthepossibilities.com. Now a little bit about my guest today. I have a brilliant guest who loves to work with high level folks. And her name is Jessica Yarbrough. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you for having me, Terry. So I'd like to uh, give our audience a little bit about you. You have quickly developed the reputation of being one of the best business strategists, marketing and sales consultants for entrepreneurs who want to sell high value products and services. Her background is in international business and she has built multiple companies. Jessica is a genius at showing entrepreneurs how to build an expert, expert platform and repeatedly raise their value, build their credibility online and attract high paying clients. She travels the world. Doesn't that sound juicy? She travels the world teaching and inspiring entrepreneurs and helping them grow their influence and make the income and impact that they desire. So welcome again. Now, one of the things that we were talking about before the show, Jessica, is that what you love to teach are, are you love to teach folks how to get the best out of life and shift mindset. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about how our mindset can get in the way of running a successful business and thriving in our personal life? Well, I mean, there's so many different levels that come into play with your mindset and limiting beliefs. And I see it play out whether someone is making, you know, 150,000 or 3 million a year. We, we constantly have to overcome these self-imposed limitations. And I've seen it play out in anything from I'm not worthy and I can't raise my prices to I can't make more than my husband to, you know, I need to, I don't know enough, give me another 10 years before I can do this thing. Um, I feel like it's more prevalent in women than men. Um, I do see it in some of my male clients as well, but it's about breaking free from those limitations that stop you from achieving that next level of success. And I know you do this with some of your clients. It's like, yeah. sometimes it's like, I got to work harder. I got to put more, more in to get more out. And that is just not true. You know, you're absolutely right. It, it, it's not true. And, you know, sometimes when we work that hard, we're not listening to the inner guidance that comes up. Our bodies are screaming, telling us information, and we refuse to listen to it. Can you talk about how intuition has a role in the work that you do with your executives? Because I know you work with high level executives. Yeah. So it, intuition is so important. And 
as a society, I feel like we've learned or been told to kind of shut out those intuition and to look externally for all of the answers. I mean, just think about when you have an idea, what's the first thing you do is you go and ask and tell your friends and you get their opinions. Well, oftentimes um, your, your idea may get shut down because of their own limitations. Right. You can't do that. That's not possible. Why would you do that? That's a silly idea. And so we, we continue to get this negative feedback from those around us and therefore tr uh, create a lack of trust with our inner guidance. And so the, the key is to, to really follow your gut instinct. If something is pulling you saying, this is what I need to do, then go do it and quit asking other people's opinions or surveying whether you should or shouldn't do it. And what you just said right now is so powerful. We survey other people because we want people to like our idea. We want validation from the people that we care about. And so what happens is it, it's almost like putting a lid on a pot and then the idea just simmers away. Absolutely. And it doesn't feel good. So I'm curious, Jessica, how do you help your clients take that lid off, keep it off, and say to the, to the naysayers, sorry, I'm doing it anyway. What advice do you give them? Well, first of all, you know, that's why people hire a coach or, or a consultant like myself or yourself. Um, it's because you need someone to kind of light that fire under your butt and to call you on your BS and to give you a, a swift kick in the behind when you start to self-sabotage, which it plays out in every single day and every single way. And all of my clients, it's like, it's like a little dance. Um, so you need that. You need a group of people that you can surround yourself with that are supporting that vision. Um, you know, oftentimes that might be, if, it, if you don't have a supportive partner, that's a whole other battle that you have to deal with. And sometimes I, I have clients who, who don't share their, about their business with their, their partner because they can't. Yeah. And so you have to find a way. And if that means that you have kind of a division and I don't share that part of my life with them, okay. If it means saying no to certain friendships or not sharing that with them or whatever it may be, but make sure you have a support system around you of someone that's going to be your cheerleader uh, and your coach uh, for making sure you move forward on the very things that you say you want to do. And that's the key. It's never me saying, I want this and you need to do this. It's always them. It says, this is my dream. This is my vision. And I'm the one who reminds them, this is what you say you wanted. Don't forget that this is your vision. Now do what needs to be done to move forward. You know, that vision piece is so important. And I know that a quote that you really love is, you get in life what you have the courage to ask for by Oprah Winfrey. Can you talk a little bit about that and why that's your favorite quote and how that bridges living our dreams and our vision? Well, I think a lot of people are playing small. Um, they're caught in victim mode. They don't think they're worthy of more. They don't know enough. They'll never know enough. Even sometimes you see uh, people feel like they, they never can give enough to their clients or to their loved ones or to their family. Think of mothers and partners and, and it's, it's always this not enoughness and this causes people to settle. And what a lot of people don't realize is just by the virtue of asking, by willing to ask, you're willing to receive. And when you're willing to receive, 
that means you have an expanded sense of self-worth and that ability to receive. And we live in an abundant universe. And so it starts with asking, asking for more money, asking for the raise, asking for the, you know, the promotion, even if it's not monetary related, asking for the title, asking for the sale, at the end of a sales call, asking for more, asking for more of yourself, asking for more out of life. Yeah. And that is so huge. The power of the ask and the energy behind that power of the ask is believing and trusting that it will come. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. You have to have the belief. You can't ask and say, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Because <laughs> then you're sending the universe mixed signals. You have to ask and move forward and understand that your life works out perfectly and everything is in divine order. And so rather than trying to fight your way through life, you can open, you can flow, you can still drive forward with a vision, but you need to ask and you need to trust that there is something greater than you that is driving your life. So I'm curious, one of the things with, with the ask, and I, I do a lot of work around the ask also, as you do. Um, what, one of the things that I find that is challenging for people, especially executives, which we both do a lot of work with, uh, you know, with entrepreneurial leaders and executives, it's about being vulnerable. Yes, you said it. <laughs> talk about that vulnerability because that vulnerability can be really, really rough. You know, it can be tough for these folks to, you know, hey, well, I'm the leader. So I'm supposed to have all the answers. Baloney. <laughs> that is so untrue. You don't have to ask all the answers, especially if you build a phenomenal team around you that has trust and can come with you and, you know, can give you hints and ideas and grow with you to help you get to where you want to be. So can you talk a little bit about that vulnerability in, in the executive level? Vulnerability is the key to everything. Vulnerability in your relationships and being willing to admit that, hey, I was wrong. That's a big I don't one. know it all. <laughs> uh, I might have said this, but I really meant this other thing over here. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I feel like as leaders, we tend to be more protective. We're like, we, we want to feel like I have it all together. I don't make any mistakes. And they, a lot of Leaders feel like if they admit that they were wrong, that it makes them, it perceives them as uh, being weak, but that's simply not true. Exactly. In fact, if you're never vulnerable, you're seen as like someone with a shell and, and not real because people ha uh, disconnect. They, they, don't, they can't connect with someone that isn't human and we are all human and we all make mistakes. Exactly, exactly. You are so spot on with that. And you know, uh, you, you pointed out something very important people think that asking for help is, is weak. It's actually the other way around, isn't it? Not asking for help is weak and asking for help is a sign of strength. Absolutely. I, I had two people ask me this week, was, what was the biggest mistake that I made and, or biggest regret growing my business? And I was like, that I didn't get help sooner. Oh, because in my mind, I'm smart. I built companies. I don't need help. I'm going to figure it all out. Everybody has blind spots. And yes. I wish that was my regret. I wish I would have got help sooner. And, and you're absolutely right. It was like our ego says, no, I don't need help. I don't need to ask. But we all need somebody outside of ourselves to, to give us that insight that we can't see. That's exactly right. Because we're not objective about ourselves, are we? We're not. We're not objective. We are emotional. <laughs> 
And speaking of emotions, what are your thoughts about this? This is something I say, so I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, people say, oh, leave your emotions at the door. And I look at them like they've got three heads on their shoulders. And I'm like, why? You're supposed to leave your emotions at the door. And my response to that is, no. Everything you do is driven by emotion. Yes. Everything. What you do is you leave the drama at the door. Right. So what are your thoughts about that? I'd love to hear it. Yes, I, you can definitely feel the emotion, but it's the reacting and attaching it to like something that happened to the past because that's not fair to the person in front of you. And that's what we do. Like if someone triggers us and we're angry, we associate that with a past memory of maybe someone who hurt, hurt us in a certain way. And we go down this spiral rabbit hole until we're at rock bottom. Um, and, and then we project all of that onto them. And this poor person's like, oh, sorry, I just, I, I didn't mean to trip up. And so we can feel the emotion, we can acknowledge it, we can be objective, which is an, a lifelong journey. Yes, <laughs> part it of, is. Part of objectivity. Um, but it's not allowing ourselves to go into the drama or to go into the past and bring all that stuff up and throw it at the other person because that's not going to be healing or, or productive for anyone involved. Right. And it's important for us when those events happen to take stock of, wow, why did I react like that? And once we figure out why you react like that, then there's so many modalities, so many things you can do to help clear that out. Whether it's EFT tapping or emotion code or body code or EMDR, any of those energy psychology tools to help you clear that emotional piece. Because when you're a leader and you keep going to those places, you're not helping yourself, nor are you help, helping your teams and your right. clients or, or your clients because your clients then become the recipient of that stuff too. <laughs> you know? It's a sort of, woo, okay, what just happened here? Which could cause you a client. And, mm -hmm. and that's not a healthy thing either. So one, a topic that I love to bring up for, uh, for people like ourselves who are executive coaches is uh, perfection. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to me about how you work with perfection and your clients? Well, we have to break the patterns of the need to be perfect. Um, and again, this plays out with oftentimes like launching, preparing to launch a new idea and then it never being good enough. So that, that goes back to the wound of not being good enough. Yeah. And the thing is, it doesn't have to be perfect but we can get to move towards it. We can move towards getting it right, but nothing is ever fully complete there. You, you know, there's, we are a, uh, a work of art and this is a lifelong journey. So uh, allowing yourself to, to execute with uh, imperfect perfection <laughs> is going to be key to your success and getting yourself 80% there and then allowing yourself to get the feedback from your team, to get your feedback from your clients, to get your feedback from your market, whatever it may be. If, you, if you're always striving for, 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 for perfection, you'll never get there. That's Instead, right. get as close as you can. That's just at 80%, love it. Then allow other people to weigh in. That's gonna get you much, much closer to perfection than just trying to figure it out on your own and, and pausing and stalling and going around in circles until you some often, People just throw the whole idea out. I'm done. It's yeah. not going to happen. I'm going to go back to the old way of doing things because I, it wasn't perfect enough for me, which again is that internal. It is. You know, one of the things I share uh, with my own clients uh, who have this perfectionism tendency is instead of perfectionism, strive for excellence. 
because perfectionism creates walls. Yes. Perfectionism, you are in that box and it doesn't change. This is perfect. You can't change it. Okay. Whereas with excellence, there are levels and levels and levels and levels. It's like a flexible amoeba. You know, you can move and thrive when you live in the world of excellence instead of the world of perfection. Perfection can really hurt us. Right. It is like you, you know, you, you described that beautifully. But when you go into excellence, there's a, the boundaries are lifted. Right. And there's room for innovation. Exactly. Innovation. Isn't that a novel idea? (laughs) (laughs) The innovative leader. Wow. (laughs) When you got to toss the perfection and then the trash, you know, let's just throw it all. And um, in my uh, Facebook group uh, called Awaken the Possibilities, on Sundays, we have a meme called Spaghetti Sunday. And the goal is to throw everything at the wall. Okay, throw it all at the wall, no matter what it is, and it's complete imperfection. Just play with it and see what sticks. And that's where the conversation goes. And it's so much fun. Yeah, you know, it's business you rigid, right? So. These are all entrepreneurs throwing yeah. spaghetti at the wall and saying, Wow, let's see where this goes. And it's not about rabbit holes, it's about let's watch the journey. Hmm. I love that. You know, so it's that inward journey that we have here. So I'm curious, Jessica, one of the things that I, that I, the little bit that I've known about you is you are in service. So can you share how you serve your clients? Yeah, well, people come to me in a couple different ways. They're stagnant with where they're at. That could be, hey, my income's at 150. It could be my income's at a half million, but I am completely exhausted and it's January. <laughs> so it could be, I'm, this is common. So yeah. yeah, and they come to me so that they can scale their business sustainably without breaking their bank account, mm-hmm. relenting their business and therefore burning it down to the ground, yeah. uh, ruining their health. Uh, or their relationships. Nice. So I'm the anecdote to all the, the hustle, grind, grind it out. Let's, you know, let's get to eight figures and I'm going to gain a hundred pounds and divorce my partner and never speak to my children again. Kind of, <laughs> you know, what do you really want? Why do you want it? It may not be eight figures. Usually it's not. Um, and how can you build a business that allows you to serve in your zone of genius that allows you to make the impact that you want? amongst the people that give you energy mm-hmm. and do so in a way that creates a really uh, lucrative and profitable life, but also an abundant life in, in other areas because it's, it's never just about the money. And if that's your focus, you're going to do, go fall into one of those categories of, you know, breaking your business, your, you know, your bank account, right. your health. And, right. so. and, and you're absolutely right. Every single person I know who puts money first, the challenges run deep and wide. But yes. everyone I know who puts service first, their challenges tend to be very narrow and shallow, actually. So when you're in service first, you know how to work with your client. You know how to take care of yourself first. Yes. And, it, it, it and that's such a, a difference. That's a journey. And, and here's why I'm such a believer in following people that are in alignment with like what who, who, who you are, who you strive to be, what your values are. 
And you as the leader need to show up as that person if you want others to to follow you. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, self-care, like showing up as the leader of care. So many people come to me and it's like, I have to remind them to take care of themselves. So sometimes our conversations, like, what are you doing to take care of yourself? You're doing way too much. Go get a massage. You know, are you working out regularly? And I'm a business strategist, but the high achievers need that. They need to be reminded. They need to sometimes have permission to rest, permission to take time off. Uh, be reminded that, you know, sometimes like relaxing is the most beneficial thing you can do for your bottom line. <laughs> I mean, if you need to tie back to the money, right? It's all energy. It's all energy. It's all energy. It, it truly, truly is. So Jessica, one of the things you have mentioned is that you've had several businesses. Can you share about those businesses with us? Yeah. So one of the companies that I created was um, actually a medical tourism company. So this was okay. when the industry was really burgeoning. I mean, it's, it's a little bit more um, mainstream now. Uh, and I had written a business plan in university to build a company, though I lacked like the secret sauce to making it work in the U.S. insurance market. And I also lacked, of course, the funds to start it up. And about six months after I graduated, I met the man with the key. And he happened to be in San Diego. He happened to have the exact same vision as me and the plan and the background in healthcare and the funds, and he found the secret sauce. So we joined forces, which if you talk about divine unfolding of your life, what are the chances, the odds of that happening to build a company called Satori World Medical? Um, And Satori means a state of intuitive illumination. And the irony behind that is building that company um, led to a a breakdown, and the nervous emotional breakdown slash spiritual awakening, depending on who I'm talking to (laughs) that company and building that showed me what was possible, showed me also what I, uh, what I needed to change in my life. That state of intuitive illumination, it brought me, Satori brought me to my Satori. So it was a beautiful journey. And, um, you know, one of the most enriching experiences of my life and, Um, it led me to support multiple other companies and their growth, um, across industries from spiritual, uh, spiritual based businesses to other, another medical tourism company to ultimately my own consulting practice and my own training company. Very, very nice. Congratulations. So Jessica, can you share with uh, my audience how they can get a hold of you? Well, definitely follow me on LinkedIn. That is my jam. Um, I am there Monday through Friday, giving value, live streams, uh, lots of published content, very tactical step-by-step. And I would love to connect with you. Just let me know you saw me on uh, Terry's show. There you go. Excellent. And is there any other place that folks can get connect with you? Yeah, of course. You can follow me on Facebook as well. Go to my website, jessicayarbrough.com, or download one of my free gifts that I, I share with Terry. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was an enchanting conversation, absolutely delightful, full of business, life, and leadership wisdom for the Awaken the Possibilities audience. And as you know, Awaken the Possibilities audience, you can reach me at Awaken. You can actually watch this episode at awakenthepossibilities.com. You can also watch the video and at our YouTube channel, 
which is intuitive leadership. And you connect with me in our Facebook group, Awaken the Possibilities also. So my uh, website is intuitiveleadership.com. Lots of juicy stuff happening in the world of intuitive leadership. So I would love to say to you, have your best week ever audiences. And Jessica, thank you so much for your enlightening conversation. To your success, everyone.